Weird. WNPC is on the air. What's WNPC? Weird News Podcast. <clears throat> WNPC coming to you live from WNPC. 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 Hey, maybe we should get like a jingle with that. WNPC. In Cincinnati. No, that's been taken. Hey, everybody. My name's Aaron. WNPC. Did you see. The Howard Stern movie? No, I didn't see the Howard Stern movie. I'm not a big fan of his. Private Actually, I'm a pretty big fan of his now. Private Parts is a funny movie. I know. I've heard it was really good. And there's a part with Paul Giamatti, and he's trying to tell him how to say WNBC. He's trying to tell him how to say. <laughs> anyway, my Some name's. Some people get it. We'll talk about movies in a minute. My name's Aaron, and. My name's not Aaron, and. And this is the weird podcast. It's kind of weird that I didn't tell you who I was, but you know who I am. I know who you are. We've got lots of weird stories Craig. for you tonight. Hey, do you know what today is? Friday. Friday the 14th, and it's Flag Day. Um, I don't even know what that means. It's Flag Day. What does that mean? It's a day where all flags go out and have a party. We celebrate And, and they, wave, they wave in the wind. Betsy Ross? We celebrate Betsy Ross? No. Oh. It's episode 284. We're creeping up to 300 quickly. It's crazy. Can you believe when we hit 300? I mean, we're talking the fireworks. The it's going to be amazing. You talk about flags. And then, and then, and then oh, that's it. Yeah, it just it's goes, over. It goes quiet. We may have a, uh, I don't know, a, a 21 gun salute or something. We got, no, we're not, we're not responsible enough for that. Uh, uh, this, this is the podcast that has rules because rules make things yeah, We should probably talk smoothly. about the rules. A lot of times we zip right through these rules, yeah. but we, we just need you to understand why there are rules. Yeah. Number one rule. We only tell true stories. Number two rule. When we tell a story and there's a bad guy in it and the story only mentions two names, we've got to add the name Alan. Because everyone knows that the middle, there's always a middle name. There's always three names to a bad guy. That's right. It's never John Smith. It's John Allen Smith. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Number three, when we're reading a story in quotes, we must read it and emulate the accent of the geographical location. Just put the reader there. Just putting them in the story. It's to teleport you. It's like 3D audio when we do that. It's real life drama. We're not making fun of people. We're just trying to put you there in the middle of the story. We are just trying to make it realistic. Rule number four, only one official band name per episode. That means that sometimes we hear a band name in the dialogue we're reading. That's right. And we think, hey, we'll give that name away for free. You don't have time if you're a band to sit around thinking of names. No, it takes too long. We give them to you free. And number five, the final rule. Friday episodes, that would be this episode, have movie reviews, but sometimes it's not a movie, but it's still called a movie review. That's right. But usually it's a movie. All right. Before we get started, I got to tell you about Pelt Performance. Pelt stands Every for- Every time we do one of these ads, I think, I've still not got Glenn, gotten Glenna her uh, uh, her socks she wanted. Well, I met with Chris this I morning. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met with Chris this morning. He had this, he had this huge, like, 
footlocker with him filled with new products that that he's going to mm-hmm. be carrying and, mm-hmm. and I, br- mm-hmm. I brought home one of the backpacks oh thanks for thinking of me did you get me any well no it's not mine i'm gonna do well, a I need review to on it i'm no better than i'm i'm no more special i'm special but i'm no more special <laughs> than anybody else that i can't put my fingers on a keyboard and order a pair well, i just haven't done it yet we're talking about pelt performance and pelt stands for performance equipment leading technology it's a company that offers products, mostly outdoor and, and sports-related products right now, that help enhance physical capabilities, whether you're a professional athlete, a weekend warrior, or, hey, maybe you just, you know, want some compression socks to make your legs feel better. I think they need to have – Chris needs to look into compression boggins. You could, you could compress your head back down to normal size. Go to peltperformance.com. You would be comfortable. And use the uh, – at checkout – Put in the code podcast, and you're going to save some money. That would be comfortable. A big compression boggin. Yes. Toque on your head that like squeezes your head. I like it. A sugan. Yeah. A sugan. Okay. (laughs) So, um, all right, we're going to talk about uh, coming up. You know what's coming up next month in July? July 1st, you know what opens? Votes for the thing we lose in every year. Yes. We've got to have. Uh, nomination votes in the podcast awards. Yeah, we made, we've is, made it in the past two years, but then we don't win. Yeah, this will be our third year. We're not actually, I got the email two weeks ago. No, two days ago. No sour grapes here. I got the email that we made the short list, and that's well, no small you're feat. always on the short list. <laughs> so we're on the list. I tell you what, we've been coming up short. Usually they have ten or twelve podcasts that they Did you decide say ten on, or twelve, and you've got to have your listeners nominate you. That's how you make it to the final. Uh, so. Uh, awards. It's both listeners. Yeah. So we need all of our listeners, please. Both, both of you. And we'll remind you. Don't don't worry about it right now. But coming up July the 1st, we're going to be reminding you to vote for Weird for the Podcast Awards. Right. All right, Craig. It's Friday episode. You know what that means. We're going to clap. Time for movie reviews. And Alex, Alex spoke out this week and says she loves our movie reviews. Well, I'm glad because they really are kind of pointless a lot of times. And, and she said she's recording Chernobyl based on our uh Oh, did you warn her about that one part? Uh, we did. We talked oh, about okay. that yeah, the I thought we did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm keeping with my theme of watching old stuff. Yeah. I watched uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Total Recall. Oh, it's classic. I haven't seen it in years. I didn't see it since the first time I saw it in the theater, I think. Are you serious? I haven't seen it since then. And I watched it because I saw a video online of one of this, some of the effects guys, the, the model builders, and stuff, talking about how they did all the stuff. Yeah. So I started thinking about it. I'm going to watch it because I wasn't a big fan of it the first time I saw it. And uh, so I watched it, and only a couple minor things I didn't like. But I mean, I who played uh, his love interest? Oh well, it was Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Well, no, Sharon Stone is the planted wife, right? She's not the right. Yeah. His love interest is um, a lady. I thought she was one person. She's not. She was a uh, Latina. Um, I can't remember her name is. I think. No, I was talking about Sharon Stone. Sharon I, Stone I remember she like, was in it. Yeah, Sharon Stone in her prime. Yeah, yeah, she's she's uh she she was fantastic in that. But uh, it it just um, you know another Sharon Stone movie I like is uh, it's a Sam Raimi uh, Quick and the Dead. That's a western with Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, and uh, what's his face? Uh, buh, buh, buh. You know Brad Pitt, Lex Luthor in the Steve in the in the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Uh, Gene Hackman, yeah, Gene Hackman. Yeah, yes. he's in it. He's great. But anyway, uh, so I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna give Total Recall four and a half fake memories out of five. That's not bad. No, it's it's good. Have I, you seen the newer updated? I don't want to watch that. I don't think. 
I haven't seen it. I just I know they remade and it. And then last night, and this isn't a movie review. This is what because I only got halfway through it. Yeah, but I do want to mention honorable honorable mention, and maybe we'll talk about it next week. I also started watching the only one in the series you need to watch: the original Child's Play from 1988. <laughs> Great horror movie, and it's. Um, they're, re- they're coming out with I a know, new and one. Mark Hamill's doing the voice of it. Yeah, what's Bra- wrong with that? Brad Dourif is hanging up the, the yeah. uh, good guy suit, the good guy overalls. <laughs> and um, he's uh, Brad Dourif is such a great actor. He played Chucky. Yeah. And at the beginning of the original, you see him. He's got like long, like kind of below shoulder length oh, hair. Oh, I didn't know he, you see him. Yeah, because he transports his soul into the doll. Oh, that's really him. Yeah, that's Brad Dourif, uh, okay. who's a fantastic actor. I bet Alex knows him. She knows all those horror actors. Oh, yeah. So Brad Dourif is fantastic. And he's great as Chucky because, you know, he's it's all vocal performance. Right. right. You know, voice. Yeah. But he's... Uh, you didn't like The Bride of Chucky? That's what I'm saying. The first one's all you need to worry about. <laughs> the first one is, is such a fun... Even though the kid's a crappy actor. I like actor, The Bride of Chucky. It's just... It had a creepy just, girl it in just, it. What's they, her name? Yeah, one of the Tillies or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they just... They didn't know when to stop. And and the first one was just a was just a was just a cool horror movie. So I got halfway through it, but we were tired. I actually had G watching it, and Glenna started watching part of it, and she didn't like those kind of movies. But I said, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna stop this because you want to go to sleep. We're gonna watch this. We can watch the rest of it tomorrow. So we may watch it tonight. But but it's just it's just a fun. I saw it in the theater when it came out. You see, I, I didn't. I saw it on Betamax. Yeah, that's the first you know, time I saw Betamax it. ruled. Betamax was the bomb. The Betamax was actually better than VHS. Absolutely, people didn't realize that. It's actually better quality. Yeah, absolutely, it was. Yeah, and it just didn't win the war. Yeah, it didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't saw. Think it even won a battle, to be honest. I saw uh, Black Mirror season five. I mean, season three. Yeah, season three. First two seasons, amazing. That's not a movie though, but that is in the rules. It doesn't That's have right. To be a it movie. doesn't have to be a movie. So the reason I saw the whole season is because there's only three episodes, Craig, in season five. Three that's, that's, episodes. That's three too many for my opinion. No, they're fantastic. Well, these not. These not. Season five. Did you say these not? These not fantastic. You mean these are not? These not. These not. These not fantastic. Let me ask you something. <laughs> these not fantastic. I'm disappointed in season five all the way around. Now the Miley Cyrus episode was entertaining. Okay, I'm not watching. Now that you, all you had to say is she's in one of the episodes, and I'm not watching. She's in the last episode of season five. Did she die a horrible death? Uh, almost. But I don't want to give you spoilers. Well, I'm not going to watch it now. You said she's in it. I'm actually. I've been angry if you told me to watch it, and then well, I found. Why? Out she was what do you got against Black Mirror? I thought you were going to say Miley Cyrus, and I was like, are you kidding me? You got, another, you got an extra hour? <laughs> what do you got against Black Mirror? Well, the first episode, for one. Well, the first episodes were harsh. And and then I watched the other ones. It just didn't interest me. I just didn't think oh, it was that. Oh, you didn't like Twilight Zone growing up? I love Twilight Zone. Well, but then that, you should you love don't Black go, Mirror. That's like, that's like saying, well, you don't like the new Jordan Peele Twilight Zone? No, I'll watch the original. And that's another thing. Jordan Peele. <laughs> and another thing, Vonnegut. Another thing. Jordan Peele is the most overrated guy in Hollywood right He's now. He's funny, though. Us, as we talked about before, was just put your chips yeah. aside. Those chips on your shoulder, put them aside for a minute. I just don't, and just remember him in uh, the substitute teacher. I, don't, I never saw it. Uh, he played Timothy. Timothy, yeah, present, present. I just think <laughs> him and uh, whatever Keegan, another guy that's his partner, Keegan, Keegan, uh, Keegan, 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 Keegan Peel, Keegan Peel. Yeah, Key is awesome. Wait, 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 wait. Are they like brothers? No. That's, that's the name of the little comedy trick. Oh, Key and Peel. I thought yeah. you were calling him Peel like it was his last name. No. So I just think uh, they're just they're just everywhere and they're annoying me. I love them. Well, good. I, I love the Key and Peel. Now, he, he gets on my nerves. Peel gets on my nerves a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I tried watching one of the his Twilight Zone episodes and I got it, I don't know, 15 minutes into it. I was like, I'm not, this is, I'll just go watch. The, why? You can't improve on the original. Yeah. It's so good. Right. And part of it is because it's 
grainy and on film and old. And to be honest with you, to, to that point, even some of the Twilight Zones that were like an hour long, they looked, they were shot on like video. Yes. There are some that are crystal clear, look like they could have been shot yesterday. They weren't on film. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't care for those. As I don't care for those. I like the grainy sure. film. Absolutely. Creepy factor. Well, I give Black Season. Black uh, Season? I give Black Mirror Season 3 uh, one out of five broken mirrors. I was not impressed with five What was the, I was the only to... good thing about it was the Miley Cyrus episode, and I don't like her either. You know, um, she wouldn't talk to me when she, she was a child. When she was her her. Well, we talked about they, when they come in your store. Yeah, when they well, used to come that in. That was photo. like when a particular, uh, con- particular half of a d- country duo will say their last name rhymes with mud. <laughs> What does that mean? Their last name. I'm not going to say their name because I won't get in trouble. I'll just say that their last name rhymes with mud. You know, I like can't, the not, muds. You're not talking about, oh, you're talking about the Juds. What is wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with I mean, we and, can say and, that. Uh, and uh, would come in the store at the video store I worked at and, and, and had a late movie and said, literally said to me, but I'm a Judd. <laughs> and I was nice and let her off. I didn't you, make her pay. Why'd you do that? Um, to be fair, I did that. Was it the mom? No, it was the doc. Well, but to be fair, I did that for a lot of people. I would have done it for the mom. Well, I, 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 no, no. Hey, I got a funny no. story about her. We were, th- remember the cooker? A cooker, yeah, cooker, yeah. West End. Not cooker, yeah, just cooker. And uh, <laughs> cooker, we were, yeah, I yeah. was on the Murfreesboro Road at the Murfreesboro Road. Okay, cooker. that's a good cooker, too. Good bread. And good meat. The mom, Naomi, walks in. Let's eat. And I'm thinking, could you, did you go to disguiseinabox.com? <laughs> She's, phony she, she's wearing she's wearing dark sunglasses <laughs> and a scarf around her face. It was like you drew more attention to yourself. I knew who you were, and I couldn't look away. Yeah, that's funny. You really would have done better to just walked in with a hat on and some sunglasses or something. But it just it was just funny. It was like we and, had our share of celebrity customers at uh, at Cumberland Express, the photo lab. My brother and I owned. You know Alan, don't you? My brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We had a photo lab in, in Brentwood awesome. for a while. And, yeah, Alan's uh, great. Kix Brooks was a big customer of ours. He he was nice, um, and of course uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, and then she'd come in and not talk to you. She'd come in and put her little nose in the air, and she was only like five or six. You should. You, nobody knew who she was at the time. Nobody, I was being friendly. They, and they nobody wants in. to know who she is now. <laughs> she, they came in like every week. And here's the thing: his mother in law would bring his film in, and it was usually ten or twelve rolls, and she would have to sit. And wait and watch us develop them. Why? Because at the time he was really famous and all the tabloids were looking for pictures. Here's the thing. She's a fool if she didn't think you couldn't do a sleight of hand. Oh, definitely. It was easy. It was easy. To get any picture you wanted by hitting the button and having it spit (laughs) two out. Uh, The thing is, though, she was awesome. His mother-in-law was a, such a sweet lady and, and very generous. Maybe this podcast shouldn't be about weird stories. It'd be all the famous people we hobnob with. But the <laughs> problem is we, we'd, run, we'd run out after the first. We're done. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, oh, man, you made me forget <laughs> what I was going to say. You made me oh, think of another story. Oh, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours was working at Opryland. That used to be the theme park that was here in Nashville before the idiots shut it down. Oh, it's a mall now. Yeah. And um, no roller coasters Pee-wee at Herman, all. Paul, uh, Paul, Paul Rubens. Rubens came in and uh, talking about making quick copies. He was like, he wouldn't admit who he was. He was like, hey, isn't your name Paul Rubens? He goes, no, no. It said like Fred something on the <laughs> card. Name was Steve Bo- Bolton. Yeah, it was something like that. It was like, my name is <laughs> David Allen. I'm Sherry Smith. Yeah. And so, but it was one of those, it was one of those uh, things where they put your face on a, on a body, like a Rambo or something yeah. like that, and they print the picture and it looks perfect. It looks like your face is yeah. on the, and so why you wouldn't look, he's over there hitting the button and printing an extra <laughs> copy of it. 
And it was absolutely him. That's awesome. All right, well, let's get to it, because we've got a lot of strange stories to get to tonight. Top story is heavy metal music. You ready for this? I'm ready, yeah. I don't know if I am. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? Absolutely. Top story wasn't loud enough, by the way. Well, I'm sorry. Try it again. Top story. That was much better. I didn't make any changes. You probably should. I can give you a list. (laughs) Is heavy metal the driver's enemy? Research says yes. And classical isn't much better. Oh, well, classical is considered the heavy metal of old school music. So if you were in the days of, of Mozart or Bach or somebody, you'd, sure. you'd be like a headbanger. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's, they found a T-shirt from the 1700s that said Bach Rock. Really? Yeah. And it had like the, the, the hand with the... Wow. The devil horns. Yeah. You could take that to Bach the Bach Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Burt Bach Rock. <laughs> Burt Bach And Carol Bayer Sager. <laughs> All these noises in the studio tonight are freaking me out. Anyway, metal merchants. So there was beware. one said Mozart rocks art, too. That was a really Why cool you, one. Instead of saying all these dumb things, write them down because that's gold. Comedy gold. Mozart rocks art. Anyway, metal merchants beware. Research by Auto Express Magazine and Road Safety Charity. I am Road Smart. Are you? No, that's what it says here. <laughs> Has found that heavy metal music could cause motorists to lose their cool behind the wheel and become. Almost as extreme as the guitar god heroes. That's not true. I listen to heavy metal in the car. And the calming tones of classical music might not be much better, encouraging too much relaxation and slowing driver's progress. You know what, Craig? I've got a problem with this study because people are, everybody's different. We all handle things differently. And uh, if I want to listen to heavy metal music, I don't. it doesn't make me angry. But listen now. Of course, I listen to Striper. But listen now. Yeah, they're positive. But pop music. Talk about. Could be just the ticket. Talk about pop music talk about <laughs> creating the perfect atmosphere for smooth and controlled driving i listen to my, my fair share of pop music too they don't ever talk about <laughs> pop music they don't talk about the heebie-jeebie-jeebies here no, no they'd they be considered pop music in a study to discover the effects of different types of music on driving style and safety auto express and i am road smart used this is where you say you are are you used the high-tech racing rig at uh, at simulator experts base performance simulators near banbury banbury where drivers from the world's top racing series go to hone their skills the findings from the research are published in auto express today aaron's band name of the night the banbury simulators nice now that's free if you want to use it absolutely free no charge yeah the banbury simulators Don't have to give us credit or anything banbury is one word simulators another during the test consumer reporter tristan shale hester was tasked with... Un- you think that's a person that's going to be the bad guy in the story? Uh, I was wondering if you could even say that on this podcast. Sounds like Tristan, a cuss word, doesn't it? Tristan Shale oh, Hester. Oh, Shale Hester. Something like that. <laughs> there's some, there's the, the uh, studio manager just yeah, outside the yeah. door looking at us. Is that Brambles? <laughs> um, Did we mention we're at world-famous Leeberry Studios? <laughs> no, we didn't actually mention that. Can I finish this now? Go ahead, this go is ahead. a long story. Yeah, I'm just trying to impress her. She, this, the uh, monitor may be on out there, and she may be listening. Oh, was that the is that the studio manager? Oh, that is her. I yeah, see her. Yeah, yep. uh, I thought you were talking about him. That's why I said no. no it's it's right there. Uh, dur- it's is she. Uh, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> during the test, consumer sorry, okay, Elizabeth. Tristan Shale Hester was tasked with undertaking. Well, can I be an undertaker with two simulated <laughs> music. precision laps of grand of the Grand Prix track Red Bull Ring in Austria while listening to songs at full volume from four different genres of music. Trash. You know what? I'm sorry. Trash metal. You know what the Undertaker's two favorite metal bands are: Cannibal Corpse and Ghost. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> Those are band names. Real oh, band names. Can I, just, I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. It's a really long story. And you're ahead. really kind of harshing my mellow over here. <laughs> it is a long story. The two-lap test involved fast. I'm just skipping some of it. Uh, I was going to say it was thrash metal. I said trash metal. I don't like thrash metal. Thrash metal, hip-hop. I do like hip-hop. Classical and pop. The two-lap test involved fast acceleration, a series of technically challenging corners and speed limit zone, and a speed limit zone, completed by a controlled stop on the finish line at the end of the second lap. After a, after setting a control lap time with no music, no music, no music? Of four no minutes, music. 34 seconds? Silence. Uh, just the hum of those I, tires on I the gotta, asphalt. I got to finish this, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you were talking about me being quiet. No, no. You said silence. <laughs> Tristan tried the same test again while listening to the fast and noisy song by heavy metal band Slipknot. Nah. Tristan was staggering, uh, was a staggering 14 seconds slower, and his throttle movements were far more jagged while listening to the metal compared to the control lap and admitted listening to Slipknot made it harder to concentrate on the circuit layout. Tristan made his next attempt listening to the... Uh, <sighs> I messed up here. Mozart, rocks art. No, no, I was... Uh, I messed up. I couldn't read it. I just... I, you know, there's a little bit of a party going on outside. Right yeah, what's Elizabeth doing? Tristan made his uh, next attempt listening to classical music with the dulcet, dulcet tones of Bach's Goldberg variations on his headphones. But while Tristan's driving was better with Bach than with Slipknot, he was 12 seconds slower than his control lap, uh, dropping his speed up to just 35 miles per hour in a 50-mile-per-hour zone without noticing. Really? It's putting me to sleep over here. Interesting. Then came Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, where he swerved, ran himself into a wall, and it exploded, <laughs> and he died. And he was happy about it. The end. <laughs> They should have chose uh, Shake It Up by the car. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's always much good. better. Uh, can you dance all day? That's a good one. Yeah. No, not dance all days. I was saying. No, that's a good one, too, though. But I was saying sh- Shake It Up. Sure. Dance all night. I, Get real smooth. Don't, don't let nobody. <laughs> spo- I can't get the words out tonight. What is wrong with you? I don't know. It's like it's going through my head, but it's not coming out of my mouth. I can't get the words to. Give it all you got, Craig. <sighs> shake It Up. <laughs> I'm really off my game right now. I love the cars. You know what it is. Rick Ocasek. I can't see anything. Yeah, well, that's going to be fixed shortly. We Maybe. Anyway, he listened to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Tristan's time when listening to the bouncy pop classic was only two two seconds slower than his control time. And I am Road Smart uh, expert. Tim Shawcross, <laughs> shall not cross. <laughs> I like this. His name is Shawcross, but it yeah. sounds like you say Tim Shawcross. Said that it was on this test that Tristan's laps were smoothest in terms of speed consistency. Oh, well. So, uh, apparently, first of all, I give no weight whatsoever to the test like this. They don't know people. It's one guy. It's just it's a it's just not a good test and you're not so a good test feel free to listen to whatever kind of music you want while you're, you're driving, driving around just pay attention and we're gonna have to pay attention here in tennessee because starting uh, in two weeks the hands-free law starts if you if you're spotted uh with uh, a cell phone in your hands you can get a ticket right you can't you can't hold your phone nope. even at a stoplight i don't think nope not not as long as you're behind the wheel what if i'm in front of the wheel then you can yeah you can so be if on I get out get on the hood of my car at a yep. stoplight yep and then you can say, pull over. Headline is, Indiana Company Sparks Outrage with Unscented Ohio Candle. 
Uh, <laughs> and you'll see why. This story comes to us from Cleveland. I'm just thinking it probably smells about as good as Ohio does. An Indiana company is raising the ear of its neighbors in the Buckeye State with the marketing of an unscented candle with the description, not much to see, not much to do, the Ohio candle. The candle's being sold online by Fort Wayne Company Simple Nature. That the, To me, that's hilarious. Cleveland.com reports the Ohio State Tourism Agency director Lydia Mihalik took, a, uh, took burnt umbrage at the description. Mihalik on Wednesday, that sounds Mahalik. like, that, that sounds like a, a Christmas greeting in Hawaii. Mihalik. Mihalik on Wednesday. Mahalik. Came up with a list of Ohio scents that people might enjoy, including Summer Breeze at Marblehead on the lake, Wild Hyacinth. Hi- Hyacinth. Hyacinth. What is that? Is that a, a plant? I guess it's Hyacinth. Wild Hyacinth at Hocking Hill State Park. It's a it's a it's a bulbous plant of the lily family. Everybody, oh, lily. everybody knows this. Lily. It's got it's got strap like leaves and a compact spike. That's right. Everybody knows that. I know uh, that. a bell shaped fragrant fragrant flyers. Yeah, yeah, frequent, frequent flyers. Frequent flyers. <laughs> it's native mainly to Western Asia. And then uh, another scent she thought might be nice was Stadium Mustard at Cleveland's Progressive Field. I don't Stadium want, Mustard. I That's don't want a candle that smells like mustard. You remember this? I don't want a candle that smell like anything. Do you know me either? Do you remember the uh, KFC scented candle? Yeah, that was one of their better marketing uh, marketing bits. Is it my turn now? Simple Nature owner Derek Miles Taylor says he's a one person company and acknowledges he might be protecting his insecurities of being a Hoosier in Ohio. He's clearly a criminal. He's got three names in this story. <laughs> Derek Miles Taylor. Oh, DMT. Hey. Run. Hey. Run. Hey. DMT. Hey. What? Hey. What? Man, 88, scatters his wife's ashes in a lake, then falls in the water and dies from a heart attack. Wow. Wow. That's kind of a sad story. An 88-year-old man died from a heart attack on Tuesday after scattering his late wife's ashes on Stone Lake in Laporte and then falling into the water. That's a weird that that is a weird story. Laporte County Coroner Bob Cutler, you know little Bobby Cutler. Oh, that's old man uh, Cutler's boy. Yeah, said yeah. the official cause of death was acute myocardial arrest. Well, it wasn't that cute. I don't think it was that cute at all. And the man died. Ralph Miata. Miata. Oh, yeah. His cars. Uh, yeah, he's got make, nice cars. <clears throat> Mazda makes those. Mm-hmm. Fell off a dock into about seven feet of water at Pine Lake uh, around 11 a.m. Tuesday. James Sprecher, a retired physician who performed CPR on the man, said he had known Mike Miata for 30 years. So he was a friend. And what they don't put in the story is Sprecher yelled for a stretcher. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But they didn't fetch her. So that's probably why he passed. Myata said, Wyata, Wyata. I got. I can't play this game. Why? My, Miata said, Why I oughta. Miata said, I oughta put my wife in the lake. <laughs> this isn't funny. This guy died. Sprecher. Remember when you made fun of the guy that was in the Pizza Hut who said he was Jesus? And we got hate mail for that. Yes, we did. So you watch it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Sprecher helped him out of the who boat. Who knew his family listened to the podcast? <laughs> who, who knew anybody listened to the podcast? <laughs> that was shocking. Sprecher helped him out of the boat, and after turning his back, heard a splash of the elderly man falling off the dock into the water. It was not a drowning, said Sprecher. He was dead when he hit the water. If I'd ever seen it. 
I added that part. Miata didn't have a pulse after he was pulled out of the lake. Well, no, he was dead when he hit the water. Dead people don't have pulses. Spretcher said that. I don't know why they didn't just listen. Spretcher said, stretcher. <laughs> Spretcher, I need a stretcher. Fletcher, get a stretcher. <laughs> Spretcher, stretcher, stat. Fletcher, get that stretcher. Spretcher said so. <laughs> what? Just get the stretcher before Spretcher gets over here. Hurry up, Fletcher. Spretcher says he and Miata's wife used to water ski. How does she ski when she's in that urn? <laughs> Swim and go sailing together often during the summer. She died in late April. He had completed his mission, which was putting his wife's ashes into the lake and then dying of a heart attack and being dead when he hit the water. Said Spretcher. Said Spretcher when he pulled the stretcher. <laughs> Away from Fletcher. Away from Fletcher. Headline is... Oh, man driving wrong way on I-70. Wait, does that make Fletcher the fetcher? (laughs) Does that make make Fletcher the fetcher of the stretcher? Unless Stretcher falls off, then he'd be the catcher. (laughs) So he's the catcher of the stretcher. Which... Okay, so if you're the fetcher and the catcher of the stretcher, stretch catcher. Headline, headline is you're like, man driving wrong way on I-70 told police it was faster. This comes to us from Greenfield, Indianapolis. This is nothing to mess with. There was a guy that we didn't go to high school with him. He went to high school and he was uh, took off the wrong. He was inebriated, I believe, but he <laughs> took off the way to, and uh, it didn't end well. Mm. Let me just no, say, never does. Never, never does. drive down the wrong side of the interstate. A 19-year-old Indianapolis man was arrested and charged with reckless driving after he drove the wrong way on the interstate Wednesday afternoon, probably during rush hour. If I have my guess. Mm-hmm. Captain Robert Harris of Hancock County Sheriff's Department hey, said Captain Robert Harris. Deontay Allen Parrish was not impaired when he drove a black Chevrolet Camaro the, That's racist. the wrong way on Interstate 70 east of Greenfield. Parrish told officers at the scene he thought it would be faster if he drove on the other side of the interstate. <laughs> okay. Harris, you know what, son? You can go. You know what? That makes sense. Fletcher, get the stretcher. <laughs> Harris and Greenfield. Uh, Harris said Greenfield Police Department Sergeant Michael Schwamberger. How crazy would have been if he would have died, though, because his last name's Parrish. Oh, that would have been bad. Parrish, Parrish. Yeah, Parrish, Parrish. That's bad. Hancock County Sheriff Brad Burkhart and Chief Deputy Major Robert Campbell were returning from a meeting when they saw Parrish, and they were able to stop him before any crashes occurred. A Facebook video taken by Matthew Riddle shows Parrish driving on the shoulder. Can never get a straight answer out of that guy. Yeah, some cars (laughs) swerve to avoid him. 16 year old caught driving 104 miles per hour blames hot wings needed uh, need for a bathroom 16 year olds let me try that again 16 year old caught driving 105 miles per hour blames hot wings have you ever need for a bathroom have you ever driven over 100 miles an hour sure i have not i have i've hit 90 you look like it (laughs) manitoba canada a teen caught speeding in Canada reportedly told the police he urgently needed to use a bathroom, eh? The 16-year-old reportedly driving his Camaro at about 105 miles per hour. That's when the Royal Canadian Mounted Police... How'd they catch him on a horse? He's, that's a fast horse. That's is a fast what horse. Is. They clocked his speed and pulled him over. They gave him a clock. Yeah, here. Police said the teen told them he had too many hot wings and needed to use a bathroom right away. WRGT reported the teen received a $966 fine. And you know that's slightly higher up there in Canada. Sure. It's in Canadian money. For speeding and a $203 fine for driving without a a supervising driver. 
you know, what are you doing over there? You I keep making noises I'm not over making there. noises. Here's the thing, kids, adults, everyone, don't just don't make up crap when you talk to cops. No, they, just they, tell They've the heard truth. everything. They know, too. They have lie detectors built in. Well, they just know a bunch of bull when they hear it. <laughs> Next story comes to us from our old friend, Carrie Walker. Who? Carrie Walker. Who? Headline is startup. Oh, that's Dumas's brother. We talked about that. Startup to launch rentable app-enabled pogo sticks business in San Francisco. <laughs> Go over just as well as the uh, scooters. scooters are going over right now. While electric scooters have become an increasingly popular alternative for urban navigation, Swedish startup Kangaroo. With a C has boldly announced an even more environmentally friendly option. According to Curb San Francisco, the company plans on renting app-enabled pogo sticks in five cities across the globe. Was this kind of an overstatement that it said they boldly announced it? Yes, they They, they, they either announced it or they went out and they boldly announced it. (laughs) We are doing... Uh, We've had people killed here in Nashville on the... Have they uh, died? Yeah, we had that one one, uh, died a couple of weeks ago. Well, one uh, one of my kids' friends was out being stupid, hit a pothole, and I think her head swelled up the size of a melon. She had to go cantaloupe. The, no, we're talking giant cassava melon. Oh wow! Yeah. But uh, it was being stupid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's not smart. I mean, pogo sticks. You can't just hop on a pogo stick if you've never tried. I mean, it takes practice. No. It's it's a skill. Ha- no, actually, you have to hop on a pogo stick. <laughs> While skepticism soon spread about whether this was legitimate, not a prank. Or a PR stunt, I think, which I think it is. Key kangaroo inv- investor Nicholas Lanage has assured curious onlookers that this is quite serious, and he thinks to become quite successful. They've already delivered on the promises of the products they've created. Uh, the business model will see kangaroos pogo sticks launch in a few European cities first, before heading to San Francisco and elsewhere in the U.S. later this year. The company is then hoping, or should I say hopping, <laughs> to grow further and attract more investors based on the ideas, play, ideas playful, green, and health-conscious appeal. Us uh, from San Francisco, let's see. A kangaroo man and our pogo sticks offer a quicker alternative to walking and a more convenient alternative to uh, people bouncing in front of cars, having a bicycle, and a more environmentally friendly alternative to cars and uh, e-scooters. Wait, how is an electric scooter any more or less environmentally friendly? That's a good question. I don't know. It gives Bigger off batteries. No, it gives off no. I don't know. They got to do something with those zero batteries. emissions. Yes, unlike you. Anyway, while the company is quite adamant that their pogo-centric business venture is a serious endeavor, the skeptical response is not unwarranted. After all, Kangaroo's marketing for the product was developed by Odd Company, ODD Company, an agency known for its fictional products, elaborate stunts, and playful Deceptive I think humor. though the story is true. I think it's going to come out. This is just a joke. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and it's probably their their way of of bringing attention to the uh, scooter problems because there are Atlanta's banned them. I mean, you get a thousand buck fine in Atlanta right uh, now. I for, can't wait for Nashville to decide to get rid of them. Yeah, they're annoying. Hey, uh, this next one is what we would call classic weird podcast Absolute, story. The, the headline alone. Yes, XCon holds up two banks armed with an avocado. <laughs> Or avocado. Depends on how you say it. I said avocado. What did yeah, you say? You, I said avocado. I say avocado. You say potato, too. No, I say... Oh, I do actually say yeah. potato. Yeah, but right. I do, too. A 47-year-old resident of southern Israel is uh, facing charges of aggravated robbery after successfully stealing nearly... 
in our dollars, $8,300 from two <laughs> Beersheba banks last month. Beersheba. Uh, using an avocado. The man, a resident of Bedouin, 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 Village, Bedouin, 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 Village near the southern metropolis entered a postal bank branch at Big Beersheba Shopping Mall in mid-May and handed a cashier a misspelled note demanding she hand over the cash in her drawer. <laughs> Those notes are awesome. Hand over the money in the drawer, the note read, but misspelled the Hebrew word for drawer, according to the report. <laughs> she said, sir, hand over the money in the four. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you want a stretcher? <laughs> Well, let me get Fletcher. <laughs> hey, Fletcher, you seen Fletcher? No, I think it's a coffee break right now. A 47-year-old resident of southern Israel is facing charges of aggravated robbery after successfully... A 47-year-old resident of southern Israel is facing charges of aggravated as robbery. The, as if this podcast weren't long enough. You've read the same paragraph three times now. No, I didn't. Uh, Actually, yeah, but... Oh, I did. It was at the beginning. <laughs> yes. For some reason... Oh, I see now. Yeah. <laughs> that's my fault, too. Yeah, I it's did always, the show it, notes. It most always is your fault. <laughs> so you need When to the cashier pe- appeared <laughs> yeah. to hesitate, the robber spoke for the first time, saying, put the money in the bag quickly or I'll throw this grenade. <laughs> this avocado grenade. It'll get guacamole over everything. She said, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Skippy. I've got some toast back here. <laughs> I all the millennials, you. I dare you to throw that. All grenade. the millennials love avocado toast. <laughs> sure, who doesn't? I don't know if I've ever had it. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, and I'm not a millennial. I'm a Gen Xer. <laughs> You're a centurion. <laughs> what do they call them? Anyway, it was then that attention was drawn to the round black object he was holding in his right hand, which he claimed was a grenade, but later <laughs> turned out to have been a delicious avocado he had painted black. <laughs> I see an avocado, avocado and I want, want to paint, paint it black. black. Um, he walked out of the bank branch with over $4,400 in American dollars. Five days later, the same man walked into another branch of the postal bank in Orange Center shopping area in the southern city and repeated his previous method. I spit all over my screen saying that. <laughs> Brandishing a blackened avocado and threatening to blow up the place. What if avocados were actually ex- what if they exploded? We, yeah. didn't, we didn't know that. That'd be awesome. He left the bank with another uh, $3,300 in cash. Over her, uh, overhead security cameras provided few clues to the man's identity as he took uh, care in both robberies to wear hats that covered his face as well as sunglasses and in one case, an eye patch. <laughs> the police tracked cell phone locations during the times of the robberies and followed several leads before finding the suspect who turned out to have a criminal record, surprise, including once serving a three-year prison term for robbery. And what if he robbed a produce stand? And Must got, have. Got all and of got his right weapons. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. WNBC. WNPC. WNPC. Top 10 weirdest places to have a wedding. And I'll go ahead and say first off to start things off, this is the worst list maybe we've ever had. It's all stupid. We say that a lot. Uh, but this comes to us from thetop10s.com, and it is a top 10 list. So it is a top so it's it's qualifi- official. It qualifies. Yeah. Number 10 of the 10 weirdest places to have a wedding, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, number 9 of the 10 weirdest places to have a wedding, on an ice rink. Number 8, at Walmart. At the Walmarts, and that's actually happened. 
oddly enough. I've seen pictures. I've got a weird wedding in my history, family history. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, Craig, the top ten weirdest places to have a wedding. Number seven, in a volcano. If your name's Joe, it's You're, not. Oh, what a great movie. Yeah. Oh, I love he had that, that movie. brain cloud. Yeah, brain cloud. Number six, <laughs> on a plane. I'm not arguing that with you. <laughs> I'm not arguing that with you. Okay, that's happened, too, on a plane. Uh, and this one's happened, too. Number five, underwater. And let's see. Number four of the top ten weirdest places to have a wedding at a cemetery. I'm sure that's happened. Uh, number three, top ten weirdest places to have a wedding in the bathroom. Number two is just dumb. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. On the moon. That's a weird. I don't think that's ever happened. We would know. Wouldn't we know if that happened? Well, Stanley Kubrick could have made it look like it happened. Well, that wasn't real, though. You're not real. Number one. Number one, top ten weirdest places to have a wedding. A haunted house. That was the... That, I it doesn't even deserve this. Not, it doesn't either. No, I yeah. agree. I, it doesn't either. I'm it doesn't. Like, it doesn't even... The, Fletcher. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you for sitting through episode 285 with us. And God love you for day. trying. If you're listening on the day we upload this thing, happy flag day. Be nice to all the flags you see today. Yes. Uh, Father's Day. This Sunday. Father's just a couple Day. Days. Father's Day. I'd like to shout out to my pops. Happy Father's Day. I had a great dad. Still do. He's a good guy. Yeah, I love my dad. You said that in past tense. I got a great mom, too, but it's not Mother's Day. It was her birthday, though, a couple it days sure ago. It sure was, and I wished her a happy birthday. Did you go see her on her birthday? Uh, she was in Florida, oddly enough. No, well, that was a vacation from you, no doubt. And I didn't have the time to uh, drive to Florida. You. Yeah. You got in there, and she wouldn't have answered the door. No, she wouldn't have. She said, Alan? No, yeah. it's Aaron. Okay. <laughs> Time to get out of here. Got things to do. Yeah, people people to go. 